clean this up first. Let's see. Right now, Yes. 
So now today, what we were talking about was, okay, what's the feedback we received? What did we feel? And what can we do better, right? So it was very also a productive evening, even though we did not necessarily record. That's why we have no before. computers here. Now exactly. it's just you, her, yeah. and me. Exactly. What? That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sorry. So yeah, today we're going to talk about the law of attraction and in which ways do we feel like it's part of our lives. But it's not only about what Hossa just said or about feelings or about thoughts. It's more of a comprehensive understanding of the concept of it and we're going to try to disengranarlo. Okay, see, so we're going to try to, uh, you know, decompose it little by little. I'm going to start with a question. How many of you have seen a series? where there's a weird energy that surrounds any, everything that has influence on everybody. So can you name For example? Star Wars. I was going to say Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Avatar, The Last Airbender. Mm -hmm. Or... There's a new Avatar coming out soon. Yeah, Avatar Studios. Uh, but what is it coming out? My boyfriend's been super excited about it. Oh my god, you and your boyfriend and I talk about Avatar. Uh, <laughs> the thing is, uh, there's going to be a live-action Avatar done by Netflix, but thing is that the creators of Avatar, which were on, like, in the crew for the, the production and everything, they left because uh, they had some problems with oh, really? like, yeah, creative differences. They were told that they were going to be given uh, creative freedom. They were not given creative freedom, and so they left. But uh, Nickelodeon has created Avatar Studios, and so there will be more animated Avatar series coming soon. Like, so the, the new movies are going to be animated? It's so, going to be a series. It's going to be a Netflix series. It's going to be a live-action Netflix series. But, uh, wait, I don't understand. There's so, there's two. There's two. There's, there's not a movie coming out. No? No, there's a series. A Netflix series. I thought it was going to be like a movie that you can go watch in like, the cinema or something. No. So, at least to my understanding, it's going to be two things. The Avatar world separated in two. And it's going to be the animated part, which is going to be led by the same creators. And it's going to be called yeah, yeah. Avatar Studios. And they have absolute creative freedom to do whatever they want. And then you have... Uh, the live-action adaptation of Avatar, which is going to be made by Netflix. It already has a cast, it already has a trailer, if I'm not mistaken. And the creators left because they felt that they had no creative freedom to... with a project, you know. Fair enough. That's at least what I know. And then, uh, for example, uh, Percy Jackson could be one of them, too. Or Harry Potter. Like, the, 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 the weird prophecy vibes around Harry Potter is also a kind of world where, you know, there is this attractive force. You could you could also point to Marvel. The Marvel universe has a way of it always. You know the one. There, there's 143 billion options, and then there's one in where we've been, and there's the law of attraction that takes us right there. That's what I'm talking about. So I think that uh, our there is this um, representation of the law of attraction in many places that we don't think that we have it, but we do. Okay, so let's start by defining what the law of attraction at least means to each one of us. Mm, okay, go ahead. Okay, the law of attraction from my understanding is basically what you think is what you attract. If you have positive thoughts or you have optimistic thoughts, then positive things and successful achievements will come to your life. Well, if you have negative thoughts and you focus on, your, on the not so good aspects of your life, then the result of that is going to be negative things happening to you or maybe feeling that you fail more often than what you actually would like to. Okay, so I think the law of attraction 
we have some internal energy. Okay. So there is uh, what some would call the chakras. We have some internal reserves of energy. That's the thing that gives you the will to keep moving or decide to do something and just go through with it. Uh, I think that's clear. I think we, we all feel that to some extent. Even if you're not religious, you feel some intrinsic energy that is yours. Okay. And so what I think the law of attraction is, is something like, if you live your life the way that you should be living it, then you attract the things that have the same energy as you. And it's a mutual relationship, though. So you attract energy, energy attracts you, and your energy changes the energy outside, and the energy outside changes you. And so I think the law of attraction is the relationship between the energy that you're attracting and the energy that you have and how that changes. I think that's an answer. Wow. But then it's not either their energies, it's more like the relationship between the energies. Yeah, because, I mean, okay, if we define energy as, as everything that is around you, as that motivating force, then for sure, then what would anything, like, okay, we would get too philosophical. If, okay. if, if the law of attraction means that you are always positive and you turn negative sometimes mm -hmm. and you attract things, then nothing would work. It's, it's, look at it this way. Imagine energy as microbes, mm -hmm. so that you have some tangible way of thinking about it. So imagine that energy is the COVID-19 virus. Okay. So that's why they used to call it bad airs when they got sick. It's because they believed that energy traveled in that, that way. Okay. okay. So if you imagine energy like uh, a microorganism, you don't just get angry or you don't just get mad. Like it can come from you. You can have cancer, for example which is a sickness that literally comes from you. But most of the time you catch a bacteria. So maybe you turn on the news and you see some flagrant misinformation or you see a news report about grandmas getting, I don't know, stolen mm -hmm. from at the grocery store and it gets you really angry and that's not you. It's something outside of you that's causing that anger. Okay, I understand. So, Sometimes, and then what happens, the reason why we talk about the law of attraction is that we create what we call a positive feedback loop. Um, um, positive feedback loop, it's a bit hard to explain, but something like an echo chamber. So, if you repeat uh, a signal many times in a vacuum, you'll start to hear, you know, the echo. And if you repeat that sound enough, the echo intensifies and gets louder and louder and louder and louder. So if you're having a bad day and you lose your keys, then mm. you miss the metro. And then after missing the metro, that you have to order an Uber and the Uber takes 15 minutes. And then the Uber is an asshole. And then you get to class and the teacher closes the door on your face and doesn't understand your problem. And then when you're about to get home, I don't know. Your fridge is broken. Your fridge is broken. And, and that's bad. And there has to be some... Uh, how would you say this? You have to change the 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 juju around you, you know? But the thing is, the question I have for you is, for example today, you know, the thing of the fridge has happened to me already, right? And I feel, from what I remember, last time it happened to me, of course it's, it's shitty. One of the worst things that can happen to you, we were talking about, is that your fridge stops working. Like, honestly, there's... Salut. There's thank a chain you. of events that comes after, yeah. So it's like, okay, what do I do with my meat? What do I do with everything that I bought? You know, it's like, 
at the grocery store today, so you understand. Yeah, the so draw. So, the idea of the chaos that I'm going to cook in my house, but I don't have an idea. So, I'm going to cook it. So, it's like, if I'm having a day in which I feel like very tired, I know I come from a, you know, a week that has asked a lot of me emotionally. I started working, I have uni, and that's, Jose, that's something that Jose has been doing for a long time, but for me, it's, it's been a lot. Same time. I'm a master. And sometimes Sorry. I'm just I'm just like so tired and I don't really know why. So it's like today I just felt tired since the moment I woke up. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna go to yoga class, I'm gonna pay attention in class, I'm gonna do podcast thingy, and then I'm gonna rest tonight. And then tomorrow I have a biking event in the mountains. So it's like I have a lot yeah, on my have, plate. You have things on your plate. You're I have a lot on my plate right now. So the first thing can be, let's, let's suppose it's like neutral situation, right? If I'm in a good mood, it'll be like, well, it's fine, you know, I'll just wait, because what I have to do after like the breaks, because I have dinner already, it's like, I have to turn it off for 48 hours. So it defrosts, and then it freezes again. That's what, that's what fixes the problem, which means that every meat piece that I have in my fridge will probably defrost as well. Or you can buy ice. También, como que hay soluciones para pero el ice is going to melt because the fridge is not cold. So I'm going to have to buy it over and over again. Yeah, it's not unbearable. I will give you a solution to your Por favor, problem. illustrate me. Uh, you know those baggies that they give you if you, well, if you have ever bought from Amazon Fresh or something? If you buy uh, frozen stuff, they bring a gigantic bag for frozen mm. stuff. And it's really, it's a good insulator. So if you put ice in there and you put your meat in there, It'll stay frozen for a good while. Fair so I would do that. And if not, if any of that gets unfrozen, Fair so enough. no, you don't look because okay, you take it out of your fridge, put it in the ice thing. Mm -hmm. Let's say it's forty-eight hours for it to unfrost, right? Mm -hmm. Well, let's say it takes forty-eight hours and the ice lasts for thirty-six. If it unfrosts, you cook mm -hmm. all of it. We're gonna have meal prep for the upcoming two weeks. Yeah, but you cook all of it and then you make sauces and stuff. And you yeah, like what I'm trying to say is it's a fixable, it's an annoying ass problem, but it's a fixable problem. The thing is, you can't see past it. Exacto. Law of attraction. You attract the negative vibe, you see the fridge that smells like shit, and you're like, this is really the last thing you need. It. If you're in a very good day, your fridge can be broken, you see, and you're gonna react like that. You're gonna be like, okay, what can I do about it? You know, I'm having a good day, so I have the energy to look past this problem. And maybe that's what it is about. You see, it's not about, you know, I attracted the fact that my fridge is broken, which is what I told Jose when I arrived. I was like, there's yeah. a signal from the universe telling me, stop. You're being way too negative, you're being way too exaggerated about everything that's going on. Maybe it's not that. Maybe it's, okay, problem A appears. You either approach it as negative, bad type of day or positive, very good type of day. You know? Maybe that's it. Yeah, well, I understand. And I, and I get it. I've had those days. The last time that happened to me, I had a weird solution for it. I had just been with my mom for a while, and she is a person that talks to me about a lot about law of attraction. The main thing about law of attraction in its utility being positive attracts positive. So if you are being positive, if you can put yourself in a positive mindset, then good things come to you. And so I was with my brother and we were gonna eat with my mom, my girlfriend's mom, and her grandmother. Okay. So it was a big party of people waiting for my brother and me. And we 
we're running late, and we were about to get in the car, and as we were going to get in the car, the car doesn't turn on. And then we push the car outside to try to restart it, it doesn't turn on. And then, as we're pushing it outside, we scratch the car. And then, we have to put it down somewhere else, and like, it's a problem. I order an Uber, the Uber takes 15 minutes. After the Uber takes 15 minutes, it takes us to the um, Honest Greens. It was a wrong Honest Greens. It's a chain of unfortunate events. Yes, it's a chain of unfortunate events. But the funny thing is, my brother and I were sitting there in the car, and I said, something else needs to go wrong. Like, something else was going to go wrong. I know it. <laughs> There's still not you. enough. There's still not enough. No, but, but the, the funny thing is, I was with my brother, and I, what, I was, what I kept telling him was like, well, I'm with you. I'm going to laugh about it. What? I'm going to be 10 more minutes wrong. Who cares? If I'm 10 more minutes yeah. wrong, like, then, you know, I'm 10 more minutes late and there's nothing I can do about it. But at least I'm going to laugh at it. I mean, this is ridiculous. And then we did. And as soon as we did, the next Uber that we ordered took two minutes to get there. And we got to the place five minutes later and there was food waiting for us already. And it was awesome. And we had an awesome night. The vibes. Yeah. That's true. So it's, it's also about like recognizing when you're spiraling because mm -hmm. again, positive feedback loops and negative feedback loops are also true. So you've heard this when you put two microphones together that are connected, you know, and then you echo. No, no, and you do like this. It sounds so and it sounds, mm -hmm. you know, and it reverbs. That's a positive feedback loop. That's literally what it sounds like. Mm -hmm. And then a negative feedback loop is when you talk to the microphone, you can't hear it anymore. Yeah, downward spiral. I'm studying that in micro, you can... You're so, oh, my. But I'm not going to get into details you. right now. No, no, no. Uh, that's one of my favorite subjects, to be honest. Oh. Today, Why is that? Today I was having, like, an epiphany during my IR class, because I was studying concepts at my international relations theory class. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm sure it's a bit boring, right? So I was thinking... That now that I'm teaching, like, what if my path in life is very different than I want to thought? What if teaching is what I'm meant to do, you know? But, and then that, I thought... Uh, for context, uh, Ariana is teaching at the same uh, academy as I teach. And, and I teach, I teach one class a week and he teaches like five or ten. I, I, last year I did about 20 classes a week, which was crazy. This year I do a little bit less because I realize that it's too much. But yeah, so she's telling me this. I'm like, yeah, I thought about that too. And I'm doing one class is doing exactly like 10 times more than I do. Or yeah, I'm doing 10, 10 classes. So. A lot more than I do. And I was thinking, what if I've just been ignoring this part of it? What if I'm meant to be a teacher? And I felt so mediocre, right? And then I felt so guilty about it. Because I was like, am I undermining teacher job? But that's not what I want. That's not the perception of success that I had before. So, well, you would never have attracted it. Also, but the thing is, and I talked about, about it with my boyfriend too, it's like, I told him maybe at some point in my life, I would like to be a teacher. But I never really imagined, or never as a teenager, young adult imagined that my professional path would be to be a teacher. And I felt a bit like, disappointed by the possibility of it. I was like, what if that's it, you know? Well, what does it mean to be a teacher? And I'm gonna I'm gonna go into this in a different perspective. So, law of attraction: if you get too negative, things negative negative things happen to you. If you get too positive, positive things happen to you. If you're positive, and a negative thing has happened to you, you have a choice whether or not to go negative or positive. And if you even even if you go negative or positive without realizing it or reflexively, you can then choose to stop and turn it into positive or turn it into negative. 
Now, mm. my question is, after, you know, this this is like the combos in Mortal Kombat, you know? Now, you know that if you press triangle triangle and, like, square, you can do a, like, I don't know, a sky kick in, in like, you know, law of attraction terms. But what I'm, what I'm going to ask is, how do we use it and in which terms? So in your case, in career, how, how can law of attraction help and why? The thing is, what if I don't know what I want to attract? Well, you can ask the question to that to the universe if we're going to get philosophical about it. So if, if, if you don't know what you want, the other day it happened to me. I had a, a weird experience in class, and I'm reading two books at the moment. I'm reading a book that my girlfriend got me called The Song of Achilles, which is really good. It's a book about Achilles falling in love with uh, 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 his best friend, and it's a really cool story, and it's really romantic, and it's really cool. And I'm I'm loving it, but it's a it's a light-hearted story in a sense. So it's it's a it's a drama. And then I'm also reading the Laws of Human Nature, which is right there, which is a lot of it's a dense book and it talks about different aspects of like human nature and how we as human beings act. And then I left a class. I got to class that day reading the Song of Achilles. And then after something happened to me at school that day, and then I got into a very sour mood. And I realized that I couldn't keep doing exactly what I was doing before. I couldn't read the Song of Achilles right now because I wouldn't enjoy it in the same way. Because I wasn't in the same mindset. And so I got the laws of human nature. And in that exact paragraph where I had stopped reading was laid out the exact situation that I was going through. And it was perfect. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what the law of attraction does. It doesn't give you stuff. It gives you the opportunity to see things in a different way. Maybe you're seeing it wrong. Maybe it's not like, oh, maybe I'm meant to be a teacher. It could be something like, maybe teaching is an aspect of me mm -hmm. that I need to develop in order to find out what I really want to do. Absolutely. And that, you know, I just wanted to do this. And that allowed me to think or like to realize, for example, every time, I, I think, I don't know if we talked about it because I think I told you about it. Every what if thought, you know, it's like, what if that's the only thing I'm meant to do? Or what if this is what's going to happen? It's usually an intrusive thought. Yeah, how do you take away, when we talk about this, how do we deal with intrusive thoughts? You picture your reality and with a, well, I don't really know if that's exactly what we talked about, but what I've learned is that if you have an intrusive thought, you're, you've, I tend to just get away from it and, and look at the facts that I have. Try to keep more of a neutral stance, not to go to the very negative spectrum or the very positive spectrum and more like, okay, what is more of a wholesome understanding of my situation and also understand that I'm not going to know exactly what's going to happen. What I do whenever I have an intrusive thought is first realize that it's intrusive. Mm, and then focus on the foreground. Let me put it this way. I'm sitting down and I'm looking at Instagram and then I have this intrusive thought of you could be more productive right now. Mm -hmm. And then I space out I think, do I need to be more productive right now? Mm. And you rationalize your way out of it. So, do I need to be more productive right now? Mm. What is productive? Productive is the best thing for you to produce more. And then I zoom out a little bit more and I say, what have I been doing the entire day or the entire week? And it's been, oh, I've been working nonstop. Then you need a break. Mm. Oh, then I can be on Instagram. You know? So it's, it's, it's more about zooming out and it's something that I can do because I've trained myself to rationalize my way out of that but it's not necessarily something that a lot of people can do but it basically it's about 
taking attention away from the thought itself and thinking about the contents of the thought. Fair. And so, okay, but like, again, what, what about the law of attraction? So if, if you're going to use the law of attraction, how can you figure out what you want with it? Well, I think, okay, I have something that has worked for me up until now. It's, there has been, there have been products in my life that have made me feel a certain way. Okay. That have made me say, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. I want to do something that provokes the same feeling that this project is provoking on me. Okay. It doesn't have to be the same thing, but it has to provoke induce the same effect in me and in the, a very particular case usually it's associated with projects that one involve a team okay. it's usually not necessarily it's not necessarily something of myself i i tend to find more satisfaction when i'm with other people that work aligned with my goals okay perfect. second it's a project that involves a lot of people beyond my team it's like my team allows me to organize and reach more people and reach more people okay awesome and third is an event that stays in people, you know? We organize a big group, a very big group of people, okay. and that in the end, after the event, which basically all of the effort was meant for the event to happen X way, you know, the X way, we, I don't have more responsibility on it anymore. But the people that were there are gonna feel like, okay, I'm gonna take X, and X is gonna be a part of my life. Yeah. And you know, maybe at some point in the future, literally, I'm gonna do, this other event or this other project in my life and it's going to have a bit of that X project that I did which is going to impact your life in the future. That's what I hope to do. And it's very abstract but at the same time it's very specific. So, so how does teaching fit into all of this? In all the way of it. How? When you're teaching you're alone essentially. You're alone, yes. That part of the idea of it is a bit cancelled. But one, you have more teachers on it. It's yeah. not the same thing, it doesn't create the same effect, to be honest, like, I don't feel the same. But I think the part that can relate the most is the fact that people stay with what you do for them. Okay, so, I found that teaching is fulfilling for me because of that. Mm -hmm. So, if I have a student who's older, and English has been a struggle for them their entire life, feeling like they've progressed even a little bit is profound for them. It changes them, and it makes them feel so appreciative about you. And a lot of them end the class saying, thank you for your patience. Because a lot of people, and generally what happens when you're bad at something is that people aren't patient with you. They mm -hmm. just say, like, why, are, why can't you do this properly? So I understand. And then there's kids. And with kids, it's super rewarding because when you have children, especially when they're small children, they are not only very good at it naturally, but they're also happy. Mm -hmm. There's well, all of my young students when they come to class. The first thing I ask them is how are you, and they always say happy. Really? Always. Not one of my students, young students, have ever said that, and they have a good class. And th that's the law. You know, we go back to the law of attraction. I think we talked about it in this episode before, and I've said it. I know. The moment of my life where I recall being the happiest is when I was a kid, when I could just go, and my mom told me you can get an ice cream today. That would simply make my day. Yeah, but you have you ever seen a two-year-old have a tantrum? Yeah. There's nothing more negative than that. I think that maybe when you're younger, you're more in tune with your own energy, and so you're more raptured by it. You're more possessed by it. So if you're happy, 
it's the best day in the world. And if you're sad, it's literally the end. Pero precisamente, como que, that's, I feel that that's a very graphic understanding or a very graphic image of what the law of attraction does. If you're having a very good day, then the good things that happen to you are you know, the good things are impressively good and if you're having a bad day, those small things or the not so good things are impressively negative in your day. Yeah, well, okay, then let's treat the usefulness of the law of attraction mm -hmm. as if we were babies. So, you pointed out a couple of things, so working in groups, uh, feeling fulfilled and then changing other people's lives as the three things that are probably closest to making you feel like you are doing something that is truly the purpose of your life, mm -hmm. yes? So how can you keep yourself in that upward trajectory? So how can you use the law of attraction to keep finding things that are in that perspective? And are you? So is your life filled with things like that right now? Or is it filled with broken fridges? Well, I'm going to start with an example. Okay, go ahead. This is something that generally fills me because of... Okay. First, it's a team. Like, we're the team. Yeah. And there's people behind it that are part of the team even if sometimes they don't really figure it out. You know, if sometimes they cannot really tell. There's Jose's girlfriend, there's my girlfriend, there's Jose's dad. You know, there's people behind the project even if sometimes they don't feel like it, right? They're, they're there. there. So that's our event. Yes. That's our ex. And then after we release the episode, we just go like, there's nothing more we can do. You know? Okay, and then like people question. just take the episode and then we hope from the bottom of our heart that what we said and what we did is something that's gonna stay with them for a real long time. I the, the, what, what strikes me also, and this is gonna be a tangent. Uh, it reminds me of World School Debate Championship, and it reminds me exactly. of MUN. Exactly, of MUN. So, the first time I organized an MUN event, and me emocionaba tanto como que el tema de organizar, el tema de tener un equipo que estaba... And the key thing is having a team that is as invested and as excited as you, as you are in the project. Otherwise, it doesn't work. As long, like, it's very, very important that you are as excited as me for this project to work as, you know, the project itself. I think you just broke me. Because that's exactly why I study what I study. Go ahead. That's exactly the reason why I study what I study. I study what I study. Sorry, I'm getting teared up. It's because I wasn't anyone and I wasn't World School Debate Championship. And those things created that same feeling that you're describing. It's like, I want to do this for the rest of my life. And the thing is, and the, the first thing I thought when you said that you were rethinking whether or not yeah, when you were studying the right thing uh, was that I... The first reply in my head was, and what makes you think that international relations isn't exactly the career for that? Mm -hmm. it, it is. Like, okay, you can study event organizing, but you wouldn't have the perspective that we have. 
you can study anything that you want, and in the end, if you want to do event organization, you can do. But it's that. I think that what you do in college, it's not about the content that you learn in class. It's not about you understanding necessarily how structural realism works, or like offensive versus defensive realism. You know, we were talking about it before. It's the approach you take, the intake you take, the understanding you have of interpersonal relationships, of the relationship between nations. You can organize events, yeah. but the perspective you're going to have, it's from a very thorough understanding of how interactions take place. And nobody's going to take that away from you. And that's why we're so interested in psychology. Mm -hmm. Like, we care genuinely about the experience being formative for somebody. That's why, and I encourage you, you know, camp. Camp is an experience that is so different from anything else, and it's only just because you do all of those things. Mm -hmm. So, exactly. okay, so, so let's apply this. Let's apply this, wait. What else? What other things? Let's do, we are in this energy right now. So what, what other things can we do in our life that have this, that have this three characteristics? Sports. Like what? I am the officer of the hiking club. So all los senderismos de mi universidad, I organize. You have a team. You have a team. You have a team of people that want to go. You have an event. You know, you organize, you find the place, you have your guides, you have your people, you have your uni. There's, so, hay tantas como facetas involucradas en tu proyecto que you don't want to disappoint anyone. Y por eso you don't give up. Because it's not only you. It's them who are in the game, you know? And you can be tired, but they're excited for it. And that's your energy. That's where your energy you comes up. from. Exactly. You have the event, which is the hike itself. It makes people happy. It makes people fulfilled. It makes people forget about their problems. And people take something away from that. Like, I just give them that. And what they take is on them. But they usually take something. And that fits me. Okay, I have football. I'm a, I'm a goalkeeper. Yeah. And I think we, we missed something. And it's that it has to be challenging. Come here. If it's not challenging, if it gets boring, you find the next thing. Mm -hmm. So it has to be challenging enough. And my problem is that I... I have this thing in my head where I've always been bad at football. I'm not. I, I consciously know that I'm not. But when there is a game and the moment is there, and I have to go out and get the ball, I get so nervous that it gets really, really difficult, okay? And I have this nervousness where it's like, I'm gonna fuck up. Mm -hmm. And then I, I have this process of realizing that, oh, even if I do fuck up, it's not the end of the world. Mm -hmm. And having this team, and like being in a team, and having to work towards winning, and getting to know each other and stopping as much as I can because I'm the goalkeeper, it's incredibly fulfilling. Exactly. So sports, definitely. And then there's, I'm gonna say playing the guitar. Okay. It's weird because it's not. It's not a team. It's not the kind of team exercise that you would think it is, but it is a team. It's an intrinsic team. Every single time you meet someone who knows the same instrument that you play, they pour their heart and soul out and trying to teach you. Mm -hmm. They do. And they're like, oh, have you heard this song? Oh, have you, do you know how to play this little, uh, I don't know. A chord. Yeah, this chord, or have you figured out how to do bar chords yet and all that. And they're always there in that mood of trying to get you there. Mm -hmm. And that's something that is weird because it's not intrinsically that, but it has it in it. Mm -hmm. And it's incredibly challenging. And if you sing a song well enough, you are able to change the way that a person sees the world. Exactly. And that is incredible. Okay. Yes. You, well, no. In line with that, I think to conclude this idea is, 
even if I could consider myself to be a relatively introverted person, and you can relate, living alone has taught me that the meaning of life seems less vivid when I'm by myself. But when I share it with something, cuando, cuando comparto una memoria, cuando comparto un recuerdo, cuando comparto un momento, ese recuerdo, para mí en particular, it can be a different thing for everyone, has way more meaning and it's charged way more energy than when I'm by myself. Entonces, si yo comparto contigo, el ir al retiro, yo voy a hacer un árbol. The fact that you have the same memory as I do makes the moment way more valuable because nobody else is going to understand, only the two of us. But I have someone to talk about it with. And of course, there are going to be memories of my own that I'm going to love and I'm going to treasure. But I have, you know, I'm sure that when I share them with somebody else, they're way more significant for me. I think we can end with this. Um, there's a series called The Good Place. I, I highly recommend it. It's very good. And it's about the afterlife, but it's also about this. It's about finding the things that make you feel whole. And then the series ends in a way that talks a lot about this. And it's how even if you cease to exist, there's a little bit of your energy that stays in the world. And I want to bring back something that I tell people when they're Especially, I've told most of my friends whenever their grandparents die or whenever their parents, sadly some of my friends' parents have died. And it is this, it's, did they teach you something? Mm -hmm. Generally, your grandparent or your parent taught you a bunch of, of things, but one thing. For example, my grandmother and I, we watched a lot of football together and she always taught me to, you know, enjoy it as much as possible. Even if I'm losing, even if the game's bad, just have at it and have faith in it. And as long as I keep doing that, it'll never go away. She will never go away. Mm -hmm. And that might, that idea, that thought might not even be from her. It might be from, I don't know, 14, 50, 60 generations back. Mm -hmm. And that's the law of attraction. Exactly. It's an energy that just, it's there. And it doesn't go away, it doesn't fade, it transforms, and it went from your grandma, and now it's in you. And I think that to cover the beginning, if your fridge ever dies, if you have good enough energy, if you follow the deepest and clearest sides, then a broken fridge won't be a problem. Exactly. It'll be a funny story you can tell It'll on a podcast. It'll be a funny story. And if you, have, if you have a team that, if you're not in your best energy, they're going to bring the positive energy to you, you go in the right way. If you exactly. surround yourself with the people who have the energy that you're aiming to achieve, or that you should achieve when you're at your best, then you're right place. You need to attract whatever is it, and that's what you were saying before, that, that you will aim to achieve in your life. And that's people, that's energy, that's places, that's projects. And if you, if you feel like you're not able to do it right now, then at least, or make sure that what's around you is somehow similar to wherever you want to go. I think, to end, thank you for every single person who has ever done a project with me or anything with me, because that's what life is for, I think. It's a share. And remember, nobody gets away with anything. See you next Monday. See you next Monday. Remember to see us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts from. Bye. That was awesome! <laughs> hey, what about the memories that you share in a book? If you're a writer and you share a memory in a book and you feel it, the same way that the other one does. Mm -hmm. Even 100 years later. Is that
Y una foto también, una película. Sí, lo voy a apagar.